Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Then in hip hop audio review, weekend week, Starboy. Um, obviously y'all see who's here. You say we got Buck Twenty, aka Mister Duce. What it do? We got Mike C Town in the house. Yo, and then you know your regulars, FIFA and KBNs. Um, obviously no intro. It's the weekend week, so y'all know what we've been doing all motherfucking week. Um, Starboy, Starboy. This is the album that came right after Beauty Behind the Madness. And do say you were talking about a little bit about um, Beauty Behind the Madness, how the sound started to switch up. He sounded a little bit more pop. And then that nigga said, fuck it, I'm pop. He said right more here. than fucking, I'm a yeah. star, boy. <laughs> 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 and, uh-huh. The fact that he had Daft Punk off the first song, and it was the, the first... I believe it was the first single yeah, when I think it came so. out. Mm-hmm. Um, just t- it told me everything that I needed to know um, how this album was going to be. Now, definitely not my favorite project. It has some good shit on here. First and foremost, it's too motherfucking long. It is a bit lengthy. Yeah, it's like twenty tracks, something, isn't it? Yeah, eighteen, 18 tracks. tracks yeah. Um, it's not that much long. It's only four minutes longer than Beauty Behind the Man is, oh, which is crazy. Longer. Yeah, but it feels Stop. longer. And you know why? You know why? Personally, why I think it feels a little bit longer. I feel that he didn't do as good of a job of engrossing you in this world that he creates in music. Yeah, there wasn't a concept. With there this wasn't one, really. You know, so so it it was just kind of. A collection of songs and poppy songs and it was like okay some of this shit i could fuck with but the whole album the whole album bro, oh, bro i love this shit bro so you love this from beginning to end there are some songs where like like true colors where i'm like oh that's kind of weird like why is he doing that michael um, jackson again yeah but it just it just felt kind of hokey i like true colors know. I like you, Carlos. <laughs> that that was kind of. It's just kind of cheesy. It's the way you sing it. I was like, damn, that's, it, man. No. it is kind of. And I think corny as shit. The secrets, secrets, secrets is kind of weird. You don't like secrets because it's like there's two songs in a row where he's taking ideas from other songs. Yes, so yeah, it's like, why yeah, are you doing that? yeah. That's weird. When, yeah, that that hook, the secrets that you keep when yeah. you're talking in your sleep. Yeah, I, I, I hear the original in my head. It just it gets on my nerves. And see, and I hear the original for True Colors mm. when I hear it. Yeah. I'm just like. Mm. Why are you doing this? This is bizarre. But I don't skip them. I let it. I let it run. So you like false alarm? Hell, you false alarm. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. False alarm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carlton. <laughs> yeah, I love that shit, man. Like, for me, I respect the creativity, and I and I also respect <laughs> going elsewhere. Okay. You but it. I, didn't, I don't like it. Like I, didn't y'all do this one? Yeah, we did this one too. Okay. We did this one, yeah. yeah, we did this one too. 
It, it, like I said, there's joints on here, but this is probably one of my least fa- or least revisited projects. Really? This is my second favorite album. Really? Wow. Even like, over the trilogy joints? I like the pop mm. shit. Because like, if I get up in the morning and I need to get going, I put this shit on. It gives wow. you energy. I, I will say, I, did, yes. I do play Reminda a lot during the morning. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that shit. Got that sweet ass chick. She go low, man. She go low, man. <laughs> hey. I did fuck with that. But now this is this is where I kind of lean into like understanding like, oh, okay, he he's he's gone. Like yeah. he ain't coming back. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> you don't make an album like this talking about so, oh yeah, eventually I'm gonna go back to my grassroots and how I did shit back then. Nah, that nigga said if you want it, you like my old shit, mm-hmm. listen to my old albums. For real. Like that, that's it. Cause I was like, damn. Like for me, when he starts off this album with Daft Punk, that's how I know he's gone. Because you don't collab with Daft Punk like that. Twice. <laughs> Bookend. <laughs> like, how you find them, first of all? The second of all, you got two records out of them? Yeah. 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 And they both hits? That's the only thing. They both was hits, too. But nah, this was a... Uh, this is where it was like, okay, this is who he is now. He can still make good music, but he's a pop artist. He sort of came back a little bit. With After um, Hours? Yeah, and, and the, melancholy. the melancholy EP. Oh, melancholy yeah, melancholy got me back, and then yeah. I did really like After Hours. But then, yeah, a friend ruined After Hours for me too because she was like, "It's basically still the same shit, yeah, just a little bit darker." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was gonna say it, melancholy though. Melancholy yep. sounds more like it's older. Yeah, we did yeah. that one. Yeah, with mm-hmm. Shelton actually. Yeah, we did earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. We did or y'all did? No, we did. Oh the, yeah, the, the, oh, oh, so yeah. Gotcha, 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 yep. Okay. Yep. This album's trash. You crazy? Yeah, it's not trash, Ken. Bruh, uh, it's look. it's 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 high mid. It's high mid. It's cheesecake factory. It's cheesecake factory. It ain't it like, ain't McDonald's, but it ain't this, not quite. Exactly. It ain't the Ritz. <laughs> this God. took the things I didn't like in Beauty Behind the Madness and just expounded on it, <laughs> like and just was like, I don't get it. I'm gone. Like it's you a, said, I'm gone. I'm just fuck y'all. <laughs> like, and it's just like, it's, and it's such a we, like going through this, doing this, you know, with y'all. It's like, like watching the evolution of the weekend. You know, shit. This is this is when he, he kind of went from the weekend to the weekend. Like he went from black to white. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. Like what he said. Hey, the the weekend is almost here. You know, black folks, the weekend. This motherfucker went to the weekend. That's what he did. He is just out. Completely white. He just left all the black folks alone. He just don't even fuck with us anymore. This shit is like absolute garbage. He don't give a damn about black folks at all. (laughs) <laughs> what this guy doing, Black? <laughs> Nothing. Just like he's doing his little character thing. Let him do it. He just shitting on weekend for no damn nah, reason. No, there, what do you mean, no reason, how Mike? How is this white? There are 18 reasons on this. Because <laughs> 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 it's so pop, it's, man. It's, it's, it's like it the pop. elements of soul so, that, that, that I liked about the weekend in the trilogy, you know, and parts of Beauty Behind the Madness. He just like was just like nah man I'm just over it. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for the money. He said I got he got a check after beating behind the man. He like oh this is what He's making money out the music. For real? Like, I'm gonna give y'all eighteen of these, boy. <laughs> he, came, he was that was the real beauty behind the man. It's the money. Oh my god. He said fuck all that old shit. I'm a star. I'm a star, boy. <laughs> Y'all are idiots. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad. Y'all I just, are fucking it's idiots. just that he's gone. Like, 
to me, it's like if you're like like Ken said, like going through his discography and seeing how much he's changed. Like if you like now recommending his music, you have certain projects like oh, if you like this, and I'll just go in this lane mm-hmm. with you. But if you like this, and I'll go in this lane with you, and it's like you're talking to two different audiences now. I don't mm-hmm. think you could be the same person who liked the weekend from the jump and still feel the same about him. It's, a, it's a full crossover. It's a full crossover. People do. It's just, yeah. It's like the Temptations like, tried it. I mean, Michael Jackson did it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's yeah, why I'm so surprised that his was more original by that time because we didn't hear records like that. Who sounds like this besides Michael Jackson? That's what I'm saying. Like, Michael Jackson did it and we MJ were... MJ wasn't doing this. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, who... like? I, I, and he I, still I, had Quincy doing the shit for him. So, you don't need... We don't need Quincy. He need... What the fuck is Quincy gonna do for weekend in 2021? Well, make when this him, came out, make him sound better. Nah, he, he like uh, yeah. Quincy ain't gonna take him that much far. Uh, up. When did this album come out? 2017, 2016. Wow. Weekend did not need no damn Quincy Jones in 2016. Nah, he didn't. The thing, what I'm saying is, you, you, they, no one sounded like this when this came out. Nope. No one. This is true. But we so got for, that on Beauty though. But why you got not parts of it, it on Beauty? He amplified it. Like y'all said, Beauty still had glimpses mm-hmm. of old weekend. Yep. yep. This was like, I oh want God. the huge stadiums. Yep. I yep. want the high grade drugs and I want the models. I don't want none of these fucking honky tonk specials no more. Mm-hmm. I don't want none of these girls coming up that's all cracked out. But he you know, elevated. He moved. He got up. bougie with his shit. Yes. <laughs> but I don't think that that's a, a white thing. I think that's a black man that's making pop records. It's a you said a sellout. Thing. <laughs> it's not and, a sellout. And what do we call that? <laughs> you got to sound like I was like, I know he ain't going with this, but it sounds like he said a, a black man who got some coke in him with a couple dollars in his pocket. As a but, white woman. Yeah, yeah, you know. He had white women before. Well, this is true. Yeah, and he, he was did. hanging out with Drake. You know, there were, I mean, there were chicks everywhere, I'm sure. But I'm saying y'all point painting this out like it's just him selling out. He was moving in this like this is about as as natural of a progression you could possibly see. Well, I but did you say think that. he would jump off the cliff? Yeah, like I don't the say thing that. is, this y'all y'all are acting like this is night and day. This it album is. is it's really not. Nah, he, this he album is not jokes. that different than Beauty Behind the Madness. Really? No, the only thing only thing is this album, like you said, it took the parts that you didn't like and amplified it. Mm-hmm. For everyone else that liked the those elements of Beauty Behind the Madness, it took those elements that he was kind of playing with, kind of yeah. sampling with. And he dove all in. Yep. This yep. isn't that different. My thing is like listening from House of the Balloons to Starboy. That's a huge like. I want to. It's okay, a progression. What, what, what artist do you want no, that their first album sounds like they're sick? No, I'm not saying. That. I'm just saying like that's a huge transition for any artist. Yes, but, it, but I wouldn't think he would make that think, type of big. But think transition. about how many projects it took to even get there. Exactly, it took a trilogy, which is three. And then it took uh, Kissland. <laughs> if you didn't know the trilogy, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Why are you I saying, like, I wasn't even thinking about it until he said, I was like, oh. <laughs> he didn't put the fingers up for you, Nick. He did it like this, too. Like, one, two, three. <laughs> one album. <laughs> you know, two albums. <laughs> but it took him five projects to even get to this, is the point. Right. It took five projects to get to this. So that is a natural uh, progression. I do agree with Mike. There are pieces of Beauty Behind the Madness, like songs like Six Feet Under. That could have been on Beauty Behind the Madness. Uh, all I know with Future, even though sonically doesn't sound like Beauty Behind the Madness, but I can, th- to me, that feels more that than this. 
You know what I'm saying? So there are remnants of Beauty Behind the Madness on here. Mm-hmm. You what know about what Sidewalks? So, um, I like that one. I can see that on one of his older projects. Yeah, I yeah. do too. The I thing, like that the one. The thing about this out. And I, and I, I guess I can see that. Huh? I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> that quick. <laughs> it's past your bedtime. Yeah, it is. Uh, but with Sidewalks, I could see that on the tail end of Beauty Behind the mm-hmm. Madness. Just the, how it felt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not what he's saying and stuff like that, but the feeling of the music feels like the end of Beauty Behind the Madness. See, that's my only gripe with this album is what he's saying. He's not as grimy. 100%. So that is it the feels place I will kind of agree with y'all when you say sellout. Is it kind of felt like he's like, well, I can't keep talking about this coke and all this yeah. other shit. So I didn't really like that as much. 100%. Because I like that grimy side of Weekend because yes. no one was making pop songs about mm. drugs and fucking. Yep. Mm. Now, if he went from Kissland to this, I would agree with y'all 100%. I'd be like, oh, he's just trying to get some money. Mm-hmm. I think the money is part of it, definitely. But I think that this was just a very natural So stair steps, you see that. Because even when you go back, and I forget, even when you go back to Trilogy, he had a couple pop songs on there. He did. But those you are know. like accidental. No, they weren't. No, nah, they weren't accidental. No, 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 weren't. When I say accidental, I mean like he knows he like he sprinkles that in there, but it's not going to compromise the story. That I agree to with. To me, this is like, fuck the story. I I'm think, compromised. But mm-hmm. that's what I like. Like there was, um, there, was, there was a good balance there. Like I got more of the R&B side intermixed with some pop stuff. And I was like, oh, this guy can do it all. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, and, and he kind of slowly started to wane away from just the R&B stuff to fully just crossing over, which, I mean, it speaks to his talent, obviously, to be able to make a whole pop album. And I think this mm-hmm. is what is his biggest album to date. Is Starboy's biggest album? I'm not sure. It I'm probably is. I would still, think beauty, up there. I I still think beauty is might be. Shit, I thought yeah, everybody I was, was talking about this shit, bro. No, I did, but it, they just came back to back. That's the thing. He dropped Beauty in 2015. Oh, this came out 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like some uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy, Watch the Throne back to back shit. Okay. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, okay. that's a bad deal. I'm just saying, like, those are <laughs> If it was records. a huge drop in quality like that, I'd, I'd be on y'all's side. Mm. But nah, right. man. He, I think he, he, he saw that there was just, he can do this sound well. And he's like, this at this point in my life fits me better, and I don't, I don't really have a problem with that. Yeah, I feel that. I don't even okay. mind the features, really. It's you what? I don't even mind the features, really. To me, it's just more of, um, I guess I just wanted a little bit more diversity than the sound that I was consistently getting. Right. Uh, yeah. They're great. They're good. Again, for what they are, they are mm. really good. But it's just like you got to be in the mood for this. You do. All right. Mm. So, so I got, I got some numbers. This is. Referencing chartmasters.org. This was posted September 26, 2020. They're saying that uh, equivalent album sales, so obviously they're throwing streams in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Beauty Behind the Madness is his number one album with yeah, over 10 million streams. Number two is Starboy with about 8 million streams. Hmm. Um, Orphan. I never heard of the that. What the fuck is Orphan? I don't know what that is. Has close to eight million streams. I don't know. Orphan? Let me look this shit up. Yeah, I don't know. Am I missing a weekend album? He's yeah, I've never heard of that shit. Yeah, me either. Because they got everything else on here. They got the the trilogy. House of Balloons is the most popular trilogy with slightly over two million. Um, Thursday and Echoes of Silence is around the same. Kissland is by far his least sold album. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, there's not. I, there's no album called Orphan. Yeah, well, look, I'll show, I'll show you what I'm looking at. I believe you. It's just yeah, I can't I find anything is. called Orphan. Yeah. The only thing I can find is is Weekend and Orphan. Yeah, that's not that too. 
And After Hours is his third biggest album. After Hours is so good. Man, I fuck with After Hours heavy. Really? Yeah. I I, I, like I can understand hours. why you won't can. But I just at that point in time, I I just bought just in. Accepted. Yeah, I just bought it. But after, after I was came, I was like, hey, well, this nigga, I told you the nigga was gone. He ain't coming back. <laughs> Shit, I gave up. But what I wanted to say too, that goes to um, what Mike was saying earlier. I think <laughs> part of Starboy was a business decision. He's getting. He's obviously gaining popularity. He's coming mm-hmm. off of his most successful album of his career, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, well, I'm not doing smaller shows anymore. I gotta make stadium. I got. I gotta do something that, that moves the crowd a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like from that pop standpoint, because he's feeling a re- like he's at the height of his popularity. So it makes mm-hmm. a business sense. And then also think about the releases of his albums. This is one of the first times he went back to back years. He doesn't do that outside of the trilogy. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like he never released like that. So what that told me was I'm gonna ride this motherfucking wave. Niggas mm-hmm. like this shit. Let's, let's do it bigger and better. As a musician, if you're in a pocket, you can always tell that in their career. Like, mm-hmm. there's always albums that come out either closely together. Like, yep. oh, this motherfucker mm-hmm. was just in a pocket. You're riding the wave. Yeah. And yeah, I think who he was friends Well, I guess he wasn't friends with Drake anymore. But he saw what that transition did for Drake. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drake went from making the So Far Gone type shit to making mm-hmm. as yeah. pop of rap yep. you could possibly make. And sing songs. That's a good point. Yeah, like with Rihanna saying? and shit. Yeah. So, yep. so Weekend was probably like, shit, I can do this shit probably better than yep. him. Yep. And he can. So, yeah, I mean, he can't be playing fucking uh, House of Balloons in a big-ass stadium. Nah. Who the fuck want to hear you, that? You could play, like, a couple joints. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? That people want to hear. For, like, the five people in the crowd who <laughs> still, still remember that. that. But, like, like Wicked Game. Like, there's certain joints yeah. that he could play, but he can't play that whole shit. No. No, you know he can't saying? play more than two songs in that big-ass stadium. They'd be like, all right, bro, no, this ain't right. You, you know, know what I'm saying? True. And then off of um, Thursday, there's only, like, maybe one, maybe. Yeah. And the Echoes of Silence, uh, Dirty Diana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and then you get to Kissland. He ain't playing Kissland. He's not playing. He, he, he ain't I, playing shit. I, off I of read he doesn't play anything from Kissland because nope. he knows that's his least favorite album. Wow. And then you already it. know that run that I was talking about from Tell Your Friends to that's God the damn, whole tour, right? Yep. He gonna play. He gonna play that. He, he gonna, gonna play that. Joints play off of Starboy. Of mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and there no, go your weekend. No, that's I know that business wise. I get that. I'm just saying as far as like just artistry is like listening to House of Balloons and listening to Starboy is like. Oh, okay. Because even with the, the Drake thing, it's like Drake went from so this one project over, So Far Gone and Thank Me Later. That's when you hit Find Your Love and all that shit. That's mm-hmm. when he goes the pop route. But The weekend I would have thought it was like, okay, he's going to sustain that. I'm going to keep this part of me always in my music shit up until this point, you know? But, but you know what? Like, for me, I'm not more so concerned with where he goes sonically. I'm more so concerned with what he does lyrically. And that's why my dear melancholy um, and parts of after hours, I felt like he came back a little bit because I think he understood here. He just he he went too straight edge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he had to dirty it back up because his core fans love the dirty shit. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, I mean, I, I don't know of many artists that have made this kind of transition and did it so naturally. Yeah. It always seems like they'll make one album and then the very next one will be something completely different. Weekend didn't do that. That's why I don't really, even if I didn't like this album, I would at least respect it. Cause I'm like, damn, he actually took <laughs> slow baby steps to get yeah. here. You know, where you look at someone like Kanye who goes from one thing to Yeezus and it's like, bro, what the fuck is going on right now? This is what? And then you go to 808s and it's like, what's happening? Weekend didn't do that. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I gotta disagree with y'all so hard. No, I I, I agree shit. with it's you. Like, come on, man. I'm you just saying, like, for, for me, it was like, oh, this is who he is now. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. And I moved on. Just like do you, man. You know, <laughs> like, if you making money, I want you to make. It. Clearly, you making money. Every mm. time I look at these albums, like when people say, you look at Apple Music, it's hella stars on the shit. So somebody listening to this shit, mm-hmm. it's just that like, oh, I wish you would, like what he did with that. The reason why I liked After Hours because he kind of went back to it. I'm like, okay, lean more into like you made your own lane with that whole shit. He probably knew that this was the peak of that pop yep. star yep. weekend. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he, as an artist, like you were saying, he probably is like, ah, I well, don't want to redo Starboy. Well, Blinding Lights is something like could have been yeah. on Starboy. Yeah, no, I could have, yeah. <laughs> you know, I do yeah, fuck with that shit. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that album is definitely more varied. So you're right. He probably was just like, ah, you know, I want to do something else. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this all over again. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. So 18 songs, one hour, nine minutes. Do say, what was some of your favorite joints here? Uh, I like Starboy, Reminder, A Lonely Night, I Feel It Coming, Pause, and um, False Alarm. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows that Nick doesn't make his girls come. Ooh. <laughs> He didn't even say. He didn't even disagree. I, I ain't going to. I ain't going to entertain you, Mike. I ain't going. I ain't, you ain't going to get to me. I'm finally learning. I, this supposed to be a short clip. All right. This, this, I'm, I'm, I'm about to leave. Yeah, y'all always bullying me. That's how I fuck with you. What's some of your favorite joints on this one? Uh, I'm going Starboy, False Alarm, Reminder, Shit, Ordinary Life. I guess I'll go sidewalks. What about you, Cam? Uh, sidewalks and secrets. He cut this off, right? I know, right? The, right? Seven, <laughs> the seven minute mark. He's so disrespectful. Uh, so for me, give me Party Monster, Reminder, True Colors. I actually like Star Girl Interlude. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. That shit is good. Um, give me Ordinary Life and give me All I Know. Look, guys, it's the weekend week. We got one more full-length project, and then we got Single Sunday coming up. Again, thank you guys for the support. You already see we got Mike C-Town in the house, Nikki Duce, a.k.a. Buck20. We got the guest. Um, if you're watching it, thank you for being a patron. If you're listening to it, thank you for the support. And come back Sunday to Peep the Single. We out. Peace. Peace.